welcome to another brand new episode of the mini games podcast we're here we made it the big one we're at episode 50 there it is oh the double whammy i like it um yeah hi welcome to the mini games podcast we didn't think we'd fucking make it here um as usual we don't know what we're doing for episode 50 hooray um so you know par for the course for us uh we don't know what the fuck we're doing uh full disclosure here we had a technical difficulty this is our second time attempting to record this um so you know what it's the best time to record it yeah we're just gonna get right into it we got a lot to talk about it's the e3 episode we got we got fucking games we got fucking graphics we got uh we were right we were right about everything also which you know uh we we correctly predicted e3 um we are prophets we are uh we are gods of the game sphere and we we know all we were not wrong about a single thing ever yeah why would we be um keith you've been playing some video games what have you been been playing playing some games that's what we do here right uh i mean uh, uh, yeah i guess sometimes did i show up to the right podcast uh, I ask myself that all the time. Yeah, oh God, and this is ours. Um, so yeah, playing some games, playing some games. I got further in Resident Evil 4, which we were just discussing before technical difficulties. Hooray! And I was talking about how I shot the shit out of Ashley when she was like strapped in, stuck on the the stupid uh, wall. God, God, yes. walls are hard. Fucking, fucking tell me about it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tell any Kyle, they'll disagree. Um, (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) So, I think where I'm at is almost done with the castle in the last Lord Farquaad fight. Or, like, I guess the only Farquaad fight. Just because where I stopped, there is definitely a big circular room right ahead of me that is uh, perfectly fit for a boss fight. You're like, yeah, this looks like a boss arena. Yep. Uh, like looking at that, I'm thinking, okay, there's this giving me a ton of ammo. There's a boss fight with a save point right after. What could that be for? Um, probably for some sort of boss fight. Probably. Um, but we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, tune in to Keith's streams that he will be plugging later to see him play more Resident Evil 4. That is 100% true. Uh, so, from what I hear, that game like streamlines super quickly right after that like there's not much game after the castle um yeah i okay yeah i can see why people would say that like yeah it's very simple like you got past the bulk of the game um yeah from what i do understand there's some replayability in there like i freaking called it i was like eight is in this game because when you do oh what is it called the the shooting gallery mission thingies they give you like those little like trophy thingies and one was Ada Wong. After like, the first one, I was like, what the fuck? Wait, is Ada in this goddamn game? Ada's in the goddamn game. We, lo- like, we love Ada Wong here. Dude, she's so cool. Like, especially, like, like the treatment that they gave her in, like, 2 Remake. Like, she's just so cool. Like, with, like, the music plays when she comes around and all that stuff. Like, yeah, she's a certified she's, badass. Yeah, she's rad. Uh, so, we've been playing that. I beat Hellblade, sending you a sacrifice. Hey, let's get a review. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like that game, it kept me thinking when I was done with it. And 
I think the last game to really kind of keep my mind pondering on it in a different way, but was Last of Us 2. And I'm not saying it holds up in the same way because Last of Us 2 is like one of my like all-time favorites at this point. Um, but it definitely like... Okay, game's been out for long enough. Statute of, uh, of spoilers is done. So obviously like one of the whole main premises of the game was her dealing with like psychosis. So it's like, how much of this was real? How much of this was like in her head? Was any of it in her head? Like you kind of just like don't know. And I think they like purposely left that up for like interpretation, like debate. You got to fucking uh, think about it, dog. Yeah. And I don't like thinking about things. Uh, that's, usually <laughs> that's my first mistake. Uh, so I kind of have some theories after after I finished the game, I went back and watched the Hellblade 2 trailer, and I was like, oh, wait, I've seen this. And I remember talking about it like, briefly because it came out of the Game Awards, and I was like, oh, I remember this. But I just had no clue what it was about. Little did I know it was going to rock my world a few short months later, but whatever. <laughs> um, I think it was pretty much real. Like The whole thing was like her going back to like save her love of her life, Dillian, who I named Dillian Fillion. Um, not to be confused with Nathan Fillion, but that's definitely where I got the name from. Um, not even going to ask, man. <laughs> uh, so I think, like, obviously you find out in the game, like, her dad had her mom killed, who also had psychosis because she had psychosis. Um, and, like, the second trailer, like, she looks pissed. So, like, I learned also where the name, where I was calling it Senua Saga comes from, because it's the name of the goddamn second one. I thought it was just because I was playing Mario Sunshine at the same time as the stream move. No, it turns out I got it from somewhere. Ah, uh, yeah, um, Senua Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> Senua <laughs> Sunshine. Holy shit! Oh man, that's not that's definitely not how that game goes. But okay. <laughs> Look, she man, can... it's a matter of perspective or something. Yeah, her perspective. She probably has sunshine in like one reality and not another. Um. So I'm thinking she's pissed off at her dad and. Obviously, like at the end of the game, like you're talking to Hella and she's like, she's like, join, come join me. I think basically in her mind, like she is like she beat Hella. She is Hella. She is like the Hellblade, like a title. And Ragnarok is going to come because of war between her and her dad. Now that she's like learned not to control her, her mental illness, but has learned to live with it and come to terms with like who she is because obviously like her mom was the same and she like loves her mom obviously i think she's going to fucking hell with her dad or war with her dad thoughts um i it's been a long time since i've played that game so i'm just gonna agree with whatever you just said oh man i've been thinking about this game also, uh, um, I'm gonna just echo what you're saying, and I think Senua Hellblade Senua Sacrifice is hella cool. Oh hell yeah, hella yeah. There, that that's what I was looking for. There it is. I mean, to be fair though, hell is a place in Norse mythology. Just has one L. Yes, I I know Norse mythology, Keith. I mean, I've seen I, Thor Ragnarok. I too am from Norway. Yeah, I was, I was, I am in a black metal band. All right, I know so much <laughs> i am black metal i'm the one that burned that church Ooh, maybe you'll never know nope we can't confess that on the pod 
Uh, I think that's whatever I want, man. But do you really want to? Uh, thought so. Um, <laughs> so okay, Hellblade. That's that game has like rocked my reality, and I'm, I've been thinking about it for a few days, talking about it with like a bunch of other friends because I was recommended by like like chat on stream, and a plus recommendation. I'm so glad I played that. Um, and after that, I had uh, someone in chat recommending me. Well, if you like that, you might like a Plague Tale. Have you have you played that one or no? Uh, that's that's the rat one, right? Yes. Yeah, I I have not played that because I don't know something about like, games like that don't really do anything for me. Like Hellblade was cool, but like I saw when I remember seeing Plague Tale and I was like, this kind of does nothing for me. See, and that's why I'm kind of like wondering like how much of this do I really like enjoy? I don't know, but. Like, if video it, games in general, I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> of each game, like, how much of this game do I enjoy? Turns out it's like, well, not that much. You just think the main character's hot. Um, <laughs> ah, yes, a problem I, too, have every once in a while. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's no more to why you don't watch a lot of anime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Just saying, started watching One Piece. We'll leave it there. Um. So then, I also finally beat Mario Sunshine. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, the game that eluded me as a child. like Hellblade, we, Mario's Sunshine. Senua's Sunshine, we already went there. Yeah, but now I'm making it Mario's Sunshine. Super Mario Sacrifice. <laughs> Super Mario Hellblade. Mario Goes to Hell. <laughs> Instead of Bowser, it's the fucking devil. Oh shit! Let's go to hell. I don't know how I feel about that, but I'll just accept it for what it is. You're welcome. <laughs> um, say so I finally beat Mario Sunshine. I literally like I just gave up on the game as a child because I was like I'm tired of collecting shines. I don't even know how many I need. Turns out it's fifty. Um, <laughs> it's it's fifty, and you have to complete all of, like the Chase Dark Mario. And that was like probably because because I think like I'm, I locked a memory and I was like I think I got fifty like reading it up on like like game FAQs or something, but didn't do all of like the Mario things. I was like yo what the fuck. So I went back and I beat it finally, and then I googled the true ending, which is I'm glad I googled that and didn't spend time trying to get all 120 shines. Yeah, I, I mean I like Super Mario Sunshine, and I ain't doing that shit. So. <laughs> oh god no, some of those like. Like, find all the blue coins are just straight bullshit, and I'm not down. Um, and that lead me, led me to... Well, I'm play, right now I'm playing Mario Galaxy, actually, while I'm doing this, because Good. I can do that now. Because I had never played it before. And I'm having fun. That is a very good game. It is. I like it. I like it a lot. So, that'll be my off-stream game for the time being. Nice. Uh, you gotta, you gotta have those off-stream games, man. Oh yeah, for you it was like a dragon. For me, it's all Mario games. <laughs> oh, Yakuza like a dragon. How I, how I think of you often. Yes, yes. And then yesterday, I actually had a really cool and fun stream uh, playing the Resident Evil Code Veronica fan-made remake. Because is it the whole game? No, it's just the demo. The, oh. Just a demo for now. Um, 
a project I'd been following basically, I mean, I'd like to say for a long time, and I probably hyped it up, but no, just for a few months. Uh, <laughs> essentially, I beat Code Veronica, then I saw that I was like, this game desperately needs a remake. Like, holy crap. And someone like, was like, well, do I have something for you? Yeah, I Googled it. And it turns out uh, two other people were like, yo, this game desperately needs a remake. Um, and they delivered. It's basically in the same direction as two and three. Um, and it's a demo and it's only two people working on it. So obviously, like, there, there's no money involved in it. It's just like a fan, like a passion project. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's it's buggy but I kind of expected it. And this demo is kind of also serving as like a beta. Um, Cause people are going crazy, sending them like footage, sending them like just things that they notice. And they've already put a patch to the demo out and they're going to do one more, like a final version of the demo um, just to really kind of tighten things up. And they're going to obviously use all that to like load into the actual game. I don't know how far they'll be able to go with it before they get the, the good old C and D from Capcom. Yeah. I think so generally things like this are okay until there's plans to do something with that property. Namely, like things like like AM2R, another Metro True remake. Thing was in development for fifteen years and nothing happened until Nintendo decided we're gonna make Samus Returns. So they said, hey, eat shit. Pretty much. Um, and I have a feeling this is going to be something very similar. So eh, we'll we'll see. It's a it's a good look. It's a good looking game. There's some like buggy moments where like say if you have like your lighter on and then you walk through a door like your lighter just disappears. You go through the door walking animation and then your lighter just pops up again. That's just how real uh, life works, man. It is, but that's only because I have to put the lighter in the pocket. I mean, ah. it's it's still on when I take it out though. So convenience um like zombies are a little bit like they got some like durability on them there's a couple points where like you have to be like specifically staring at the like walking at the door and staring at it at the perfect angle in order to walk through it um a couple like menu things like pop up like like hey there's a weapon here and like it just stays there so whenever you face that direction even though you're like three or four rooms down like it sticks up there um but ultimately, like, it's a really, really good proof of concept. Um, I'm really impressed with what I've seen so far, especially knowing that it's coming from two people. And the fact that they were able to do it at that scale already kind of blows my mind. And ultimately, really, what ended my playthrough of the demo wasn't beating it. It was actually just kind of walking through fire and then falling through the stage to a glitch. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. Yeah, and there was no saving in the demo. Like, I got to the typewriter room, the first one, but there's no saving in it. So I was like, all right, there we go. We're calling it there. They're yeah, adding save to the demo. <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, if if I, like, made it all the way through, basically, and then just died, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'm just not playing this for a hot minute, huh? Yep. And so they said that they did get a lot more people dropping off the demo because you can't save. So they're adding it into the demo. And... So, like, it just goes to show, like, okay, they're listening. They're not just like, no, no, this is how we did it. And they're releasing it in chapters. They're doing, like, I think four chapters to the game, which, to me, that's fine because I don't want to play the game all at once. Good God. But in smaller chunks, hey, we'll, we'll do it. Um, and that's a very, like, it can be an episodic game, you know? Like, you have your Claire and Chris chapters. 
and just yeah, kind of split that. it up down. So really cool. They're, they're also doing, there's a new experience, which is, and they're doing a classic experience, which is literally just like the Resident Evil like zero or the Resident Evil one, where it's just an HD version of the same game for like fixed cameras and everything. They're also doing the over the shoulder camera experience. And then they're also doing the, there's the, the dark Chronicles, I think, whatever the name of it is. I don't remember exactly. Um, so like they're, they're putting some actual like fan passion effort into this game. So I will very much keep my eye on it as development goes through. I've actually reached out to them saying like, Hey, I got some good footage from like stream. If you guys want to like see, you know, some of the highs, some of the, like the glitches, some of the lows, and just so you can see, you know, what the experience is like being on the other side of it, not on the development side. And they're like, yeah, Hey, your footage is welcome. So that's cool. Kind of having that kind of community interaction and, you know, being a part of development in a weird way. So, yeah. I respect it. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm, I am on board with it. I am and, on board. And if someone from Capcom happened to hear all this, no, you didn't. Then no, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, you just heard nothing for the last 10 minutes. So have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, I've been playing Minesweeper. Of course. Oh, good. Back to the classics I see with you. Good. Yeah, I've got to have something to do at work sometimes. <laughs> um so yeah I've, I've been playing more games than usual i gotta i gotta get as much in before poor child is here so you know uh the ultimate video game yep and essentially i got i think i'm gonna move on to do like some shorter games we got about what like three and a half maybe just under a month before uh skyward sword hd gets here which i will be playing on stream so i'm kind of like okay let's do some shorter stuff let's do you know, inside, let's do Limbo, let's do Little Nightmares. Like, those little shorter games that can do, like, short spurts that just kind of slip past me. Yeah, long like, games are kind of here. exhausting. <laughs> Especially on stream. Oh, yeah. Like, unless you do, like, a good, like, six, seven-hour streams consistently, long games are, they, they feel longer. Yeah, that's why, that's why all I do is play fucking Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, no shit, huh? Oh. Um, but yeah, I think it would be really fun to play Skyward Sword HD on stream because that's one, like I said, I never had a Wii until, like, <laughs> ironically, I barely got my Wii, like, like, a year ago. So, and it wasn't even because I bought it. We won it in a raffle at our old apartment complex. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and they bought it refurbished for, like, 100 bucks on Amazon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, never played Skyward Sword, never did Twilight Princess. So, I think I'm going to be doing those two. And I, because I got so my good. Wii U up. Yeah, I got my Wii U like up and running, so I'm thinking doing Skyward Sword and then Twilight Princess, and then maybe do the Prime trilogy before, if I have time before, uh, you know, one of our other games that we're going to talk about gets out. Ah, yes. Yeah, foreshadowing. Even though you probably already know what it is because you everyone knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you listen to this, there's a good chance you follow me, and yeah, you definitely have seen me talk about it. <laughs> you saw Keith fucking shit his pants alive on the internet at work too. Listen, man, it happened. It happened to me for Summer Games Fest, so I'm right there with you. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah, so been playing a good amount of stuff. Um, what have you been playing? Uh, so I've put like 45 hours into the Binding of Isaac over the past few days. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever played that game, but it's 
God, it's a lot of fucking fun. Uh, I, I don't know why I've been on this huge... Well, we know I, we talked about it last time. I've been on this enormous fucking roguelike kick lately. Um, and I think Binding of Isaac just does does the roguelike shit so fucking well, man. So, like, is it like a dungeon-based thing or... Yeah, it's like it's like dungeon it's like a dungeon crawler. The dungeons different each time. The uh, items you can get in like you get on your run are randomized every time, so you can have some absolutely dumb bullshit scuffed uh, runs, and you can have some fucking overpowered as hell runs. Um, when you get the overpowered ones, it feels real fucking good, uh, <laughs> as you can imagine. But yeah, man, Binding of Isaac is just hella fun. Um, I like that game a lot. Uh, I also, I was like, I need some more, like, chill games to play. Because when I get off of work, sometimes I'm just, like, not in a good mood. <laughs> um, so, I'm like, I need some good decompressed shit. So, I bought Power Wash Simulator oh, on Steam. Oh, hell yeah. Um, oh, fun fact. I'm actually subscribed to Power Wash Porn on Reddit. <laughs> and Of course you are. <laughs> And that, that is actually where I learned about that game, and it looks so sick. <laughs> Yo, dude, it fucking rules. I cleaned a car real good. The oh, man, like, day. the first, like, level is a motorcycle, too, isn't it? Like, in the garage or something like that? That is a... I actually just did that level, but the first level is, like, your van, like, your power wash. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, off. that's right. Because, like, you buy a cheap van for your, like, business. See, there's, there's like, there's a lore behind this. Yeah, the the... The Power Wash Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I have uh, actually been watching some people on Reddit play that game. <laughs> yeah, I, w I watched uh, I watched Lyric play this game for like four hours. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. See, okay, see, you're not too crazy. Turns out I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> that might be a little bit worse for just, you know, participating, but I really want a Power Washer, so. Yo, dude, uh, Power Wash Simulator, I kind of like... Now I just want to power wash shit like all the time now. So <laughs> just put your thumb on your hose and see where it goes. Oh yeah, dude. I'm just like I, I, I like my house ain't even that dirty, but I'm just gonna like my girlfriend's gonna come out one day and she's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "Ah, power washing the side of the house and me just spraying the wall with a fucking hose." <laughs> it's good shit, man. It's real good shit. <laughs> oh man, you gotta stream that game. Oh, dude, straight up, I was considering making that, like, my next stream. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to just stream Power Wash Simulator, just do a, have a real cozy stream. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Uh, besides that, I've been playing more Chivalry 2. Uh, that that game is just... That, that game is nonstop fucking fun. I love Chivalry 2 so goddamn much. It's That's my shit. It's a great game. I highly recommend everybody play Chivalry 2. Uh if you like hitting things with the swords, Chivalry 2 is 100% the game for you. Uh, hey, that rhymes. <laughs> look, dude, look, dog, I, I'm a poet. Uh, what can I say? Okay, can I do something for uh, a couple other things? I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing some No Man's Sky here and there because that's also just a good cozy game. Sometimes just flying through space. Um, so a game that I really want to like shout out though. Uh, there is this indie game that I actually found out through found out about through TikTok uh, because it came up like on my for you page. It's this game called Dark Deity. Um, it's basically Fire Emblem on PC, and I am a hundred percent about that. I think it's one guy that made the game. Oh shit! Or like, or like at least like a couple people tops. Um, the art is fucking incredible. There's like some light voice acting like you know it's just limited to like oh there's dialogue boxes and like characters will say like one thing they'll just be like ah or like 
or you know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah, fucking like reaction. Yeah, like, and so they'll say like certain small parts of their sentences. They'll just be like, "What's that?" And like, you know, it's just like light shit like that, which I think is like fine for a game like that. I expect to be reading a lot of text anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's hella fun, man. I love Fire Emblem a lot because you know that should be obvious. I, I've put like fucking two hundred hours into uh, fucking fire emblem three houses on switch so yeah i think it stands to reason that i uh i do be liking the fire emblem games quite a bit and any games that are kind of like that i i feel like strategy games aren't coming out like all that often at least like the strategy games that i like to play um so you know i i I eat shit like that up and i think it's good it's fun i'm excited to play more of that um but yeah that's that's basically a bit about all i've been playing it's it's been a lot of Binding of Isaac, man. Like, a lot of it. <laughs> Are you playing on Switch or? No, on my PC. Okay. Uh, I have it both on Switch and on PC, but I was, like, they they released, like, the, the, like, it's the final update, I think, like, a few months ago, and it went on, like, a super deep sale on Steam, and I was like, you know what? I'll buy that again. I'll play a little bit. I'll play that here and there, and here and there has turned into, like, I do at least two runs every night before <laughs> I go to bed. <laughs> so... Like, sounds like, yeah, sounds like so it's like, that's my Hades shit. level of addiction. Ah, uh, yeah, man. I, I think, I think this might be more addicting than hate. Like, as much as I love Hades, I, like, Hades, I have a point. Like, I hit a tipping point. I'm just like, all right, I'm good on the Hades for a little bit. Uh, a Binding of Isaac, dude, I'm just like, ah, but I could, like, what if next time it's a more scuffed run? Like, wow. <laughs> like what if I, what if I just get some bullshit next time? And I think of what makes it, what makes, like, Binding of Isaac so much, like, more like that has that one more run kind of feel to it than Hades does is that there's so many like different characters you can play it as Binding of Isaac that each have their own fucking quirks like I just unlocked uh Jacob and Esau as characters so it's you play as two people at once um Esau is so that would probably name. what Esau is the coolest name uh apparently he turns evil so you know that might be chill the uh, but yeah, I'm excited to play more of that. I want to do a Binding of Isaac stream, but I feel like I might fucking just get mad. All of a sudden. Because <laughs> that game like, that game makes me fucking mad, You've been playing that game, and then all of a sudden, it's a 24-hour stream. Like, how do we do that? Yo, straight up, I would not put it past me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so like, before we continue, I just want to say I am a bee, and I'm crawling on the queen bee's ass, taking care of her itches in this game. So yeah, Mario Galaxy, best game ever. Mario Galaxy is horny, it turns out. Yeah, it's not too far off of Conker's Bad Friday, it turns out. You know what? Yeah, you for, sure. <laughs> Fucking, why not? <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was just going to say, uh, Binding of Isaac is one of those games where it's like, I'll be playing it. Like, I'll be playing it. My girlfriend's like, oh, when are you coming to bed? And every time I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done. When are you done? I'm like, when I get to it. <laughs> when I'm done. When are you done? When I'm done. I'm done when I'm done. I, I literally, the other night, she was like, oh, when do you think you're going to bed? I was like, oh, after this run. And, like, I died, like, super immediately. I died, like, immediately after that. And I was like, ah, that doesn't count. Like, and and I'm one of those. <laughs> I was like, ah, that, that's not a full run. That doesn't count. I have to get to the fucking bottom floor before I that counted as a run. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, God, dude, Binding of Isaac's turned me into a real piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Uh, but I think it's time to get into the fucking meat and potatoes of this shit, because holy fuck, there's a lot. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff that happened. Like, okay, 
Should we start off with like, okay, so we already said we're talking about E3. Should we start off with like a quick little general consensus and then break it down a bit? Yeah, sure. We can give our we can give our overall review of E3. Yeah. Um. Say what we think before we get into like like get get our thoughts out there before we get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. So, you know, I I think E3 is overall was like a, like a big eh, like lowercase e. And if if three yeah. could be lowercase, it'd be lowercase. Um, can you lowercase a number? Uh, I, I mean, we live in the digital age. You can always make the font smaller. So. Right, okay. <laughs> so lowercase three. Um, but with that being said, after seeing this list, I'm like, holy shit, there actually was a lot. <laughs> so maybe that too might change a little bit, but I think overall it's going to stay the same. Yeah, no, E3 overall was. Uh, it was it was an event. It was just an event that happened. Uh, I would say E3 was pretty me three dioker. Whoa, uh, that's my favorite story. I got right. jokes, baby. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like there was a couple of times where like I was like, especially Summer Games Fest and like Nintendo, where I was just like, yo, even like Microsoft and Bethesda, like I was like, yo, let's fucking go. And for the most part, I was just like. I don't need to be watching this. <laughs> yeah, there was a whole bunch of like, okay, what was the point of this? And like, part of me is thinking, okay, what did I actually like truly expect in E3 during COVID development? Uh, like at a time when like games are getting delayed like crazy, maybe like it's my fault for expecting a whole bunch out of things that aren't ready to show yet because, you know, COVID work protocols and things like that. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well then why, why even show up then? Like, why even try you know like like i don't blame sony for not participating yeah i i'm in this mindset where i'm just like a lot of this stuff is really cool but i don't think any of this needed like the e3 fanfare behind it exactly and like sony's gonna come in put on the state of play and it's gonna be perfectly fine like they're gonna be like we got we got games yeah and then they'll probably only highlight like you know 20 minutes of a game that really only needs like five minutes but it's still going to show up better because they didn't participate in the mediocre E3. That's what everyone remembers as a whole. Pretty much, yeah. So, that was kind of just a quick little, like, general overview. And, like, half of it wasn't even E3. You know, like, Summer Games Fest was its own entity, but it got lumped in. Just, you know, when you talk about E3, usually you're talking about Summer Game Fest because, you know, terminology is just ingrained in us. Yeah, they happen at the same time. So, it's just, like, it's, it's all fucking... E3. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, when we talk about something, we may or may not specifically talk about which show it was in. Like, it blew my mind that Xbox and Bethesda was technically a Summer Games Fest show. But did it really matter? Mm, not to us. No. Not, <laughs> not really. We're, we're, we don't have a financial stake at E3, so. Also, I, I want to just preface this. Uh, you know, there were things like the PC Gamer Show and like some other indie game shows that I did that I didn't put into our show notes because one, there's already a fucking there's so much in here. There's so goddamn much in here. Um, also, it's like that stuff that I didn't watch myself. I, I have no, I, I can't form an opinion on stuff I had I didn't fucking see myself. Right, and there was a lot of overlap on a few things. Like, good God, how many times did we see Far Cry Six? It's like there's a lot of overlap. Ugh. There's a lot of overlap on, on some of the shows, so it's not political. It's definitely not. I don't know why people want it to be. No, fuck that. Um, 
so yeah, there's some overlap. So let's let's kind of just jump into it. First thing that kind of really kicked off was the Summer Games Fest uh, kickoff show. Ah, uh, the the Jeff Keeley experience. Um, yeah, the true Keeley experience. Yeah, that wasn't just him uh, sitting in front of a computer. Yeah, he, now he was on like a fucking digital stage. <laughs> yeah. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. Um, so yeah, the first thing they showed was uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is like a Borderlands spinoff. Um, sure, I guess. <laughs> like, I was just like, "Oh, this is what we're, this is what we're starting with, huh?" That is exactly like, what we're I, starting with. I had the same excitement for this as I did when it was just like, was like a couple years ago when Sony was just like. The first first announcement gta 5 for the fucking ps4 and i was like oh shit that's where we're at huh okay that is exactly where we're at we're gonna, there's gonna be a whole lot of borderlands talk coming up so or oh, in our future yeah. especially like it, it has oh, absolutely even finished we're not done Un- unfortunately uh yeah i'm one i'm a personal next- like i don't care for borderlands and i never, never really have I, I think the games are fine, but it's just like I don't need this whole like Borderlands media like bonanza that they're doing. Like I don't need, I don't need a fucking I don't need a movie and I don't need a movie with fucking Kevin Smith in it. <laughs> or Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's his fucking name. <laughs> Kevin Hart. There it is. No, but I, whatever, man. But I I do want a movie with Jack Black in it though, so I'll I'll, I'll cave on that one. I will. Eh, I'm, I'm. Here's the thing. I'll watch it. I won't be happy about it, but <laughs> I mean, for the pod, I'll watch it. I probably would have done it anyway, but I'll definitely do it for the pod. Sure. Uh, next thing they showed was something I thought was super fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. A weird something that like, I didn't expect. But after coming out, I'm like, you know what? I don't have any issues here. Let me tell you. Something I didn't know that I needed, but I 100% want it like, fucking immediately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like coming out of that, it's like you know what? This is this is cool. Me coming off of the heels right now, like after talking about Dark Tea, to be like, oh, there's not a lot of games like this out now, and let's like, oh, they're putting out exactly what I want. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then they got they got Jeff Goldblum uh, to mispronounce Jeff Keeley's name a lot. Jeff. Geoff. Geoff. You turn him into the Toys of Rust giraffe. Uh, so they they brought Jeff Goldblum to announce Jurassic World Evolution Two. Uh, I played the first one for a little bit. You know, it's fine. It's one of those like park builder things, but dinosaurs. I mean, I'm sure it's fun. Like, I mean, those games always have a certain degree of fun that's kind of built into it. Sometimes you just want to micromanage stuff, you know, and that's it's good for that. It's it's not a game that I'm like, yo, I'm fucking hella pumped for that. But I see it, I'm like, okay, like sure. I mean, I would kind of relate games to like playability on twitch and that's just a good game to just talk and chill with your chat with. that's basically a just chatting game for sure so no problem there jeff goldblum uh, death stranding director's cut with the best fucking trailer i've seen for anything ever i remember texting you think and the first thing i said was i really gotta play death stranding still and you're like yeah you know what's saying <laughs> now i'm thinking well, do it, i play this motherfucker now? just sits in a box so yeah. i was just like I was like, God, Kojima. <laughs> oh, so here's the question. Do we play it now or do we do we wait? 
Listen, I want that game to be cheap as fuck before I actually spend the money on it. I hear it's not great. So I've heard both these. I've heard it like it's the most mind blowing game you'll ever play, and I've heard it's not. It's the it's the world's first and only strand game. So whatever the fuck that means to you, uh, there you go. Fucking, uh, but yeah, director's cut. Uh, so this l- game that I hear that's already long as shit is going to be uh, longer and even longer, longer as more shit. Hooray! Um, <laughs> so get that when it happens, I guess. If Death Stranding is your thing. Uh, next game they showed is Sable. Uh, this reminded me a lot of Journey, and I'm all on board with that, 100. percent When I when uh, I hear Sable, I just think of Brock Lesnar's wife. So yeah, they, we got thought something totally different there. Keith, I don't know about you. Sometimes um, this actually comes out pretty soon, September 23rd. They announced the release date for this. Um, you can wish list it on Steam right now, which I think is cool. Yeah. A lot of the games they're actually announcing on Summer Games Fest were immediately up for like wishlisting purposes and i just looked at the steam page you can download the demo for sable right well, now. that's cool so i might do that uh once we are done here so that's cool uh they said lost ark is coming out in fall of 2021 if you're unfamiliar with lost ark it is basically just korean diablo um so that's a thing that's happening i don't give a shit but you know that's it's cool that it's coming out here. I, I like Diablo-based games, but I don't know. Like I've, uh, I've, I've spent I've I've spent some time in Korean MMOs, and those things are like aggressively microtransaction heavy usually. So I'm like, and for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably uh, stay away from that. Uh, there's some there's a new mode, a hide and seek mode coming out for uh, Amoogus, the greatest game of all time. Which uh, I did play that actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, you are an Among Us streamer now. Um, you can wear Jeff Keighley's face. Uh, what do? Which you know, I might reconsider. I might consider playing that game again just so I could be Jeff Keighley. Um, Salt and Sacrifice, uh, a game by the studio that made Salt and Sanctuary. Um, it looks like it looks like Salt and Sanctuary. It's a side-scrolling Dark Souls. Um, I didn't really like Salt and Sanctuary, and so when I was when I was watching this, I was like, "Sure, that's a that's a game uh, that I will never play." <laughs> I don't think good I for either. them though. Uh, they showed another trailer for Solar Ash, which is a game from the studio that did that's that made Hyperlight Drifter, and this looks fucking beautiful, man. I mean, uh, Hyperlight Drifter I, did as well, so like, it's kind of almost like yeah, I, that's what I expect now, you know. Yeah, uh, th- this is going to be, a, uh, I'm calling it here, you heard it here first, a very good game. Uh, whatever ends up being, I'm fucking all in for. It, it basically has like the Hyperlight Drifter aesthetic, but they were just like, but what if 3D? Yeah. And I'm about it. Good for them. Uh, Two Point Campus. It's basically not a sequel to Two Point Hospital, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it is a management sim. Uh, and Two Point Hospital, I think, is a lot of fun. Uh, I because uh, if you like puns, if you like jokes, you'll like Two Point Hospital. Ooh. Uh, you'll probably like Two Point Campus too. So let me let me let me break this down to you. In Two Point Hospital, you run a hospital, right? But let's say uh, someone comes in like, oh, I'm feeling lightheaded. Their head is a light bulb. Oh hell yeah! So when I'm like, oh, they're on that kind of dumb shit level. Okay, literally as far um, as they can take it. 
yeah, basically, I'm like, okay, I'm all about this. But yeah, it's it's another one of those like management sim games. If you're into those like me, you're probably gonna want to pick up Two Point Campus, pick up Two Point Hospital if you haven't either. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's good. just like we said, it's one of those like they have a built-in, you know, amount of fun already into that game. That shit can be real cozy sometimes. Cozy's cool, and I like cozy. Cozy's great. Um, cozy is fucking great, man. Uh, Coke Media announces Prime Label. Uh, it's a new studio putting out stuff. Uh, the most notable ones are putting out uh, new Gungrave and Painkiller games, which I haven't heard the name Painkiller in a long fucking time. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, okay. Um, Basically, like, did they kind of like pique your interest a little bit? Yeah. Um, got you listening. Yeah, for sure. Like I, when I saw Painkiller, I was like, "Go on." Um, and it turns out they did not go on. They were just like, "Here's a JPEG that says Painkiller." Uh, Don't you love when they? Here's do that? your Metroid Prime Four version of Painkiller, and I was like, "Ah, I see." And this is where we're at. It's a, it's a, it's a good logo. Uh, it's like Impact font. We're doing real good here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's cool. Um, Anacrusis was shown. This is a. Uh, what if Left for Dead but space? So, that sounds fun. Yeah, it, it looks it looks cool. Um, it's got like that weird like retro future style to it. Like it looks like a fucking like weird like fifties spaceship. Like like someone in the fifties idea of like a fucking spaceship. Um, but, you know, that could be cool. I feel like the Left 4 Dead like style game is making like a big come like a huge fucking comeback. Yeah, like I mean. Obviously, it wasn't because of, like, Back for Blood. Like, th these games are in development for a long time. But the fact that there's, yeah. you know, that small handful coming out together is really cool. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild to see. Like, I'm kind of I'm kind of into it. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just wondering how all of these games do existing in the same space. You know, like, is there room for an Anacrusis when you basically have Left 4 Dead 3 coming out in the form of Back for Blood? Um there's a there's like a, there's another game that we're gonna talk about I think that's also like a Left 4 Dead style game that they announced uh, in the Xbox showcase we'll get to that but yeah. yeah I'm just like there's a there's a lot of this shit coming out which is like it's cool but I'm like I hope this isn't just like oh this market is immediately oversaturated from the beginning like it's before not, like, it even I hope really like, gets a chance yeah I I don't want it to become another like battle royale situation you know what I mean yeah that's true. Where there's like 80 of these fucking games out here at once. Throw 100 zombies into a room. Go on. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, Rocket League is doing a collab with Fast 9. I mean, sure. Yeah, sure. Cars. You know, uh, that is probably my most hyped movie of the summer. I'm ready to see some dumb shit. Yo, straight up, that's going to be the stupidest movie I've ever fucking seen, and I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, since the last Fast movie, which is the previous stupidest shit I've ever seen. Dude, uh, did I see that? Did I see Fast 8 with you? Yeah, I think we did. I think we did both 7 and 8 together. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, you know what? It had to have been, because I remember us both immediately laughing our asses off at the scene where The Rock is, like, pushing a torpedo while he's, like, surfing on a car door or whatever. Yep, like he's doing. I remember that. And I was like, you know what? He can do that in real life, right? Yeah, dude, I, like, I'm like, this This is the greatest movie franchise of all oh, time. Okay, now the same scene, but with Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, all right. <laughs> and there's F9. 
Olivia Torpedo. Oh! Let's go. Yeah, I think we're on to something here. I still need to watch Hobbit Shaw, dude. but maybe I'll... I haven't seen that, but I should. Yep, definitely should. All this, all this just because Rocket League. I, God bless. Uh, <laughs> We've come a long way. Uh, Blood Hunt. Speaking of battle royales, uh, Blood Hunt is a battle royale set in the Vampire the Masquerade universe, which, uh, admittedly piqued my interest as much as I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as much as I'm like, oh man, I don't really fuck with Battle Royals. They were like, but Vampire the Masquerade. I was like, go on. That's uh, all it took. Yeah, the straight straight up. Like I was like, Battle Royale, fuck that. Oh, Battle Royale, but vampires. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think the World of Darkness is a very cool setting. I love Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines. Uh, I'm going to love Vampire the Masquerade whenever that fucking new game comes out in the next 300 years. It'll be a while. Um, it's It'll be a while. Oh, yeah. Um, there you go, dude. I got you. Uh, yeah, that looks uh, that looks cool. I'm biased. Uh, <laughs> they announced that Sky uh, Children of the Light is coming to Switch June 29th, so not long after this podcast no, you is probably, up on the internet. You, you can play it before the next one comes out. <laughs> um, Planet of Lana they showed. Um, I don't really remember this one. There was a lot. There's a, there's a lot for me to fucking remember, but I'm like, cool. I'll be, let me put that in the show. Notes. I don't know. Just spell <laughs> Lana backwards and there you go. Oh my god. <laughs> I was about to, then I was. my brain was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> don't do it! Like it's like listen here, and I was like, oh, he was about to fuck it. He, I was about to get got, wasn't I? Well, okay. I mean, I got it from wrestling. Thanks. We're being honest. Of course you did. It, it all comes back to wrestling. Yeah, there's. With you. I mean, there was a girl in WWE for a while named Lana, and then one time there's just a sign in the background that literally just said Lana backwards. Honestly, fair. blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it blew my mind. Um, Overwatch 2 decided to show what Baptiste and Sombra look like. Yeah, they're like, hey, remember this game? It's still a thing. I don't believe it is. According <laughs> like, to them, it the is. More that they the more that they show about Overwatch 2, I'm just like, this isn't real. <laughs> like, this isn't a game. Come on. How could it be? They're just showing off their model viewer. Uh, <laughs> uh, Endless Dungeon looked pretty cool. Um, I'll probably play it. Uh, they showed a little bit of Evil Dead, the game. You got some Bruce Campbell action in there. I was very excited when he started talking. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, that was very clearly an answer to uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, 100%. They were just like, here here you go. Like, like, hey, we can do this ourselves. And we'll actually get Bruce Campbell to do the voice lines. It'll be fucking cool. Uh, groovy. It will be very groovy. Um, so, closing out the introductory day of summer day, of summer games fest, um, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We made it. We fucking made it. January twenty first of twenty twenty two. Elden motherfucking ring. <laughs> Insane. That is um, when I tell you that I jumped out of my chair and 
fucking screamed. Do you see trending on Twitter right after that was two words, all caps? It's real. Yes, it's real. It's it's here. Um, oh my god, it looks so good. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> um, man, dude, I I did one. I'm I'm surprised it's coming. Like I'm I'm surprised it's real. I'm surprised George R. R. Martin can actually put something out. Yeah, apparently he's been, <laughs> um, he's been done with it for a long time too, according to him. This is this is why that next book ain't coming out ever. Oh, it's uh, definitely one of the reasons why that next book is never coming out. Um, also, surprise! It's coming out as soon as it is. Uh, I was like, when I, I was like, oh, January. Yeah, no, they waited till the very last moment on that. And honestly, uh, I straight E three could have been fucking done after this, and I would have I would have been like, cool, sick. That was the E three moment. I'm. Uh, that was that was it for me, man. Um, I I am a from software shill. Uh, I love me some Dark Souls. I really love me some Bloodborne. I love me some Sekiro, even though Sekiro is the game that broke me to my core. Uh, and it's cool seeing that like what they showed in this game is like mixing a little bit of everything in terms of like style, in terms of like combat. Um, I can't fucking wait, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind when this game is out. <laughs> it's like, where'd Mike go? Shut up. It's like, oh, uh, he's been playing Elden Ring nonstop, so he's just he is a husk of his former self. And I'm sure this game is going to also beat the living shit out of me. So I'm I'm ready for a new experience. Play that on stream just so we can see you get the shit beat out of you. Yes, I will. I will. I will play this on stream day fucking one, man. I don't care if it's like an oversaturated category. I will play Elden Ring every fucking day. <laughs> man, there's gonna be so many. Uh, there's gonna be so many good moments out of that. Oh, dude, I. There's gonna be so many moments of me just fucking aggressively yelling. <laughs> that's the concept that I'm here uh, for. So yeah, that's it for Summer Games Fest. Uh, overall. You know, they, they got some good stuff, I think. Obviously, I'm not going to say Summer Games Fest wins E3, but man, dude, that Elden Ring announcement really got my fucking blood pumped. As a good compilation, it excelled. Oh, yeah. It's like, it was a little bit of everything for everybody there. And I think that's cool. I think that's what Summer Games Fest is like all about. You know, it's like, here's something for everybody. Yeah. Um, and you know what? The fact that they got the fucking Elden Ring announcement like the trailer and like the release date G good on keely man that that's a big get for him i think it's a good it's a good get and it's just him proving that he's got his finger on the pulse like he, he all praise keely yeah we, we worship um you probably know more about you actually watched this i think so and i i didn't uh do you want to talk about netflix geek week sure yeah it was a simple thing and i remember mentioning like hey you know they're kind of Netflix is doing a thing that like, kind of coincided with E3. And sure enough, they literally said, hey, I'm, Keely's like, I'm going to be on the Netflix uh, uh, Geek Week. So I'll just hit, put that in my... Uh, <laughs> I was like, so watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to put that in my Overwatch Steve, you know, notes of I got that one right. Uh, let's Overwatch Steve, huh? Oh, God damn it. Don't play games. God damn it. Don't <laughs> don't play games while you're recording a podcast, people. Minecraft Steve. <laughs> also, Steven Overwatch, though. That's Fucking Overwatch Steve. <laughs> it's it's going to be just some guy on Twitch. Like, what's up? Minecraft Steve confirmed for Overwatch 2. Let's go. With a somber skin? 
you, yo, dude, you fucking heard it here first. Minecraft Steve and fucking Overwatch. Uh, that was your prediction, not mine. I don't want to ruin my track record. <laughs> They're gonna call him Win Steve. Oh, <laughs> it's just a monkey in a fucking Minecraft suit. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. So they basically were saying, "Hey, uh, we got a whole bunch of geeky stuff coming out. We know you'll love that shit because that's basically what we built our platform on." And they had a whole day's worth of their announcements just for the, the game, the games, uh, the adaptations that they're gonna have on there. Which we were kind of talking about saying, like, did Netflix just become like the unofficial like place for like video game content that's not with the video game itself? And I think your video game content that doesn't fucking suck. Yeah, and I think they kind of just really doubled down on that. So, very cool. They kind of started to show off. I mean, I I would have cared about this way more, like a good solid like twelve years ago. But uh, League of Legends Arcane, cool show idea. I mean, League of Legends is like filled with a bunch of lore that's literally, literally just text on screen because no one gives a shit. I read a little bit of it. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, so I'm excited to kind of see it get fleshed out a bit more on uh, via Netflix. I would actually watch that. I don't care for the Dota show, so I will watch this one. I also love that like Dota put out a show and like Riot was just like, no, wait, us too. Like, mm -hmm. Had to put out a MOBA show themselves. Yep, and it's probably going to overshadow the Dota one. Um, Honestly, probably. Yeah. Um, to me, what is like the big one here? Oh, out of two, this is like the big one. Uh, the Cuphead show. They showed their first kind of hint of like what the show is going to look like. Um, did you see this clip at all or no? Um, this one I did watch. It's a little bit jarring because I'm used to like the literal like hand style turn the pages and this is very much, you know, computer animated. So like, yeah, for sure. A little bit jarring when you're just you're so used to it, but I mean it doesn't look bad at all, you know, but it's just I'll have to adjust from what I'm used to when it comes to Cuphead. Uh, but really I'm sure I'm sure the amount of money it would have cost to actually Oh uh, no, it, it wouldn't do it in Cuphead style would have been fucking Yeah, it would never have come out. It would have been just like just like bonkers. Cuphead release. Cuphead release was like did it, did it exist? Same thing. But one of the cool things, they got Wayne Brady, you know, a game show host to be a uh, King Dice, you know, a game show host. So, so fucking cool. So cool. And they, and it's cool that they showed the teaser without showing Cuphead or Bugman at all. That's probably my favorite thing about it. Like, there's still more to be desired there. Yeah. Uh, most people probably don't know this. You would. Big time Wayne Brady fan here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah i, I think uh Can we talk about how wayne brady was like your, <laughs> your email <laughs> for a while? uh but yeah i think uh i think this cuphead shit's real cool man i it already felt like it was like a saturday morning cartoon mm -hmm. just with like out like you, you know it, there's no one fucking talks and shit in that game but um they will hear this is, this is cool man yeah, this is definitely my favorite thing out of like the Netflix stuff. I think. Yeah, well, that, that is one of my favorite. That's things. one. This one and the next one are. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Really quick, I just want to talk about for a while. Literally, Mike's email was Wayne Brady, uh, like Yahoo or Gmail. Just want to. Yes. Just want to throw that out there. The one time we're at GameStop. Uh, yeah. Do you have an email with your account? Uh, Wayne Brady, <laughs> and the whole store just turns around like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> I like it was it was a funny email. I guess what? It's still funny. I had another moment like that recently when uh 
when I was still in college, I made like a school, like a, like a throwaway email for school, but it's like kind of like my sign up for shit email. Yeah. So one time I had to like say it out loud to my professor. So I was just like, oh, what's your email? I was like, oh, it's a uh, stupid X idiot 69. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that wasn't paying attention is suddenly paying attention. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I just remember being in the GameStop, like, literally seeing everybody minding their business, and all of a sudden, they weren't. And me being like, dude, are you for real? <laughs> and the, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, like, what? <laughs> the guy had, I think it was like a pre-order or something. I don't remember, but I remember the guy at the register was just like, trying to keep a straight face so hard. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, anyway, let's move on. I got, I, got real, I got real good emails, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, next one is uh, Castlevania getting another, I guess, spinoff show. I actually started Richter Belmont and uh, Maria Renard. I'm going to call her Renard. It's not, but I'm going to call her that. Uh, and Wayne Brady. And Wayne Brady. <laughs> um, I mean, Castlevania was probably their first, like, big video game venture that, like, really... Wildly up. successful. Wildly successful. Part of it, I really think it's because they have Warren Ellis, like, behind some of it, who's a really good comic book writer. If nobody's ever checked out his stuff, please do. His Moon Knight run was really good. Um... So yeah, they really good show, really successful. Just wrapped it up, and they're saying, "Nah, we're not done." So this is probably going to be more of like the Castlevania proper that most people would probably latch onto. I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's got like you know, Richter and Maria are pretty big characters in you know in right. Castlevania lore. So this will be cool. I'm assuming if they're going with Richter, they're like if he's like the main character, they're going with more of like the Rondo of Blood. Uh, era of Castlevania, which is cool. Um, would love to see it. I, I know they just did fucking Alucard and everything, but I would love to see it lead into like Symphony of the Night, basically. Right. Uh, the best Castlevania game. It would just be really cool seeing uh, them animate that fucking castle flipping. That would be fucking awesome. I hope. I, I would hope it was just the, it's the lowest quality of animation. They just like whoop, like just flip that they motherfucker. Literally just like, show the map from the game <laughs> during the rotate. That w- would honestly be way too fucking funny <laughs> they did <shit. laughs> too good of an opportunity for them to pass it up yeah that, I'll, be, I'll be like alright much respect to Castlevania for that absolutely and then really kind of the last like major one um cause it showed us some other stuff but like the last major one and I'm glad he included this one on here was the Splinter Cell animated series which there's two feelings for it one is oh, just the animated series like good god but on the other hand it's like Sandfish looks pretty cool, though. Yeah, uh, it looks really cool, but just give me another fucking Splinter Cell game already, yeah. man. They're just they're they're doing literally physically everything that they can except put out a new Splinter Cell game. Yeah, and that's another one that I'm kind of wanting to play on stream too, like do a Splinter Cell series thing because I dropped off after the third during the third one. I don't remember. At one point, I didn't have the game. Before. I got Splinter Cell, the, the first one, for like two bucks on Epic. <laughs> Hell yeah. So. I haven't played it once. I just bought it because I was like, that's cheap as fuck. Let's do it. get that. I mean, that's good enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's Netflix. Yeah, there wasn't a whole week. lot, but uh, it's definitely some cool stuff worth mentioning. Castlevania thing is probably going to be real fucking cool. Uh, the Cuphead thing, Wayne Brady's involved, so it's automatically fucking cool. Uh, make make so your email, my email Wayne Brady, everyone. It was his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one. 
Smitty, Wayne Brady, Jaeger Man Jensen. Oh, man. Wayne freaking Brady. Loved you ever since. Whose line is it anyway? Yo, straight up, that's where I discovered Wayne Brady as a kid. Oh, yeah. And he was like, he's the best one on the show. Oh, 100%. Guy can sing. He can act. He can dance. And he was not Drew Carey, wasn't he? What? Was he in the Drew Carey show for like a hot like cameo too? Uh, probably. I never. I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of the Drew Carey show. I used to watch it a little bit. I mean, Cleveland Rocks, apparently. Uh, no, he was in How Much Your Mother. I do know that. Wayne Brady? Yeah, he was. Yo, respect. Never seen that show either, but respect. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, they, they didn't really go too hard on it, but they had some cool announcements. And it's really cool that it kind of yeah. coincided with, you know, E3 weekend. That was some good planning on their end. Good job. Hooray, Netflix. Uh, you get more expensive every week, I feel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next is going to be Ubisoft Forward. Um, not a lot of stuff here. We're going to kind of breeze through this because it was just like, you know, of course, uh, Rainbow Six Extraction was the first thing they showed, which is like a weird alien single player co-op thing probably for like, Rainbow Six which to me that was probably their coolest like looking announcement I mean I still don't particularly care so to say but I do think it was like, cool yeah, I saw it and I was like sure yeah exactly this gets this gets the big old sure from me <laughs> yeah I like I said I didn't particularly care but it did look kind of cool uh, they announced Rocksmith Plus so you know if you're a if you're a real rocker you can now pay a subscription to play like all the songs or something, I guess. Yeah, it's they're making it an app instead of like just just a game. Bring back Guitar Hero. <laughs> Bring back Guitar Hero, and I think this one is like actually meant to be more of a software than a game, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. I think you can just hook up like a real ass guitar to this thing, can't you? Yeah, I mean that was the whole thing with the first one. Like you literally just plug in your guitar to your Xbox or your PC, whatever you're playing on, and they uh. They, it's like it's just it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick so you can learn to guitar. Or if you're just really good at guitar and just want to play fucking. Uh, if if you want to play Stairway to Heaven without punishing your local guitar center. No stairway. Or sweet child of mine. I'm sure they get a ton of that. Or however the fuck that song goes. Yeah, I'm sure they get a ton of that. God, dude, I haven't been inside a guitar center in so long. That's fine. That's perfect. <laughs> because fine. of people like yep, that. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. Uh, Riders Republic. This looked kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I talked so talked a ton of shit about this last year, but after seeing this, I'm like, I kind of want to have some fun with this. <laughs> yeah, I remember it being like, ah, this was kind of lame, but I'd be like, I think I might want to play it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm on board. <laughs> Looks kind of goofy, which which is you know, I I like that. Um, Assassin's Creed expansion for Valhalla because of course because it was so successful because it's Assassin's Creed I feel like an Assassin's Creed game could sell one copy and they'd be like alright here's your expansion fucker like here you go yeah it's like you know we already had this in plan um, this is where we first saw some, like another trailer for Far Cry 6 this definitely not political game that they're putting out no definitely not um as much as I love uh, the actor that plays uh, Gus Fring, they, they really do just have like the exact same villain in every Far Cry game, huh? Yeah. It, I've come to expect that. And I kind of turns with it. 
So I'm just like, man, feels kind of a waste of potential, but sure. But I mean, he'll he'll bring some depth to it, hopefully. You would hope. Um, so the coolest thing I think they showed at Ubisoft Forward is uh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Yes. Um, that first Mario and Rabbids game, straight up, probably one of like an un- like one of my favorite like unexpected hits on the Switch. Like I think that game's fucking awesome. I haven't played it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like always on sale now too, so I'm pretty sure you can get it. Yeah, like because it's not like cheap. a proper first party Nintendo. It's usually on sale. I don't even think that was a full price game at launch. It might have been a forty dollar game. You might be right. And honestly, uh, I think it's even worth that. Like uh, I had the amount of fun that I had with Mario, the first Mario and Rabbids game, is so good. It's so it's like just so much fun. Um, if you like, I don't know if if you like if you like XCOM style strategy games, it's very much your shit. Um, it's fucking good, man. I I wish Nintendo would give their IPs out to third parties more fucking often because then you get cool shit like this. Yeah, like I mean, you see them doing with Zelda of all things more often. Ironically, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, the irony. Yeah. <laughs> it's like here's Cadence of Hyrule. It's like okay, can I? Cadence of Mario Rabbids. I, I don't know if anybody wants that, Keith. But <laughs> no, that's not where you're going with it. Okay. Well. No, not no. That <laughs> <laughs> took the bait. Like, like what if? Uh, like, like think, like think about this, man. What, what if like, what if they gave Zelda to like, from software? I don't know, dude. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> now I give you the good stuff. <laughs> Let's go, fucking, fucking a Zelda game where a fucking Moblin just beats the living fuck out of you for three hours, and then like just fucking cuts Epona's legs out from underneath her. All right, fucking Nintendo. Who we got to talk to to give fucking Miyazaki <laughs> Zelda? Give Miyazaki Zelda oh, now. <laughs> This just got, like, way more real than I ever thought it would be. Boys only want one thing, and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> and it's Zelda Souls. Oh. With, uh, like, Bro, I'd, I'd, I'd pay so much fucking money for that. Dude, just imagine Tinkle getting fucking decapitated. Oh, it'd be the greatest thing I've ever seen. Now, Tinkle would be, like, the fucking hardest boss in the game, dude. Fuck that. Oh, man. Tingle is like you have to like it's like oh you have to fight God and it turns out God is Tingle. Oh God, is that the episode God is Tingle? <laughs> it's like oh okay. Tingle is God. Who runs a wrestling match between <laughs> Tingle and God? Trick question. Tingle, Tingle. is God. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the Tingle. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit, Tingle. Can't- I need I need a I need a fan cam of like Tingle fighting Goku. Honestly, set to set to in the end by Linkin Park. Honestly, this is like back on like like Kaza days, but I'm sure it's a thing. <laughs> if not, we could just like hire someone like like Fiverr or something to make it. Be like, yo, how much money do I gotta pay to have someone draw a Tingle in the styles of, style of a Dark Souls boss? Like, I know, or just like commission someone off of DeviantArt, like just find a rando. Oh god, dude. 
Oh, that's this. This is this is this is what I'm gonna spend my fucking money on now, isn't it, huh? We're commissioning that. Okay. Hell yeah, you are. Y- yeah. With our affinity dollars yeah. of this podcast that we talk about. Yeah. Thank you for. Uh, we're gonna put a hundred percent of the podcast money to make this fucking happen, <laughs> dude. Straight up, dude. If I had a drawing of fucking Tingle as a Dark Souls boss, I'd have it professionally printed as like a fucking twenty-eight by forty poster <laughs> and just put it on my goddamn wall. Just as soon as you walk in. I'd put it in a in a twenty four karat gold frame. <laughs> Hell yeah! And have that be the first thing you see when you walk into my fucking house. Hell yeah, Nintendo license your shit. Oh, dude. oh my god. Um, yeah, and then they showed like an Avatar game, but no one gives a fuck about that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm thinking about <laughs> now. <laughs> I was gonna make some comments on Avatar, but you know what? We're good. Dude, that movie came out so long ago. Like, I think they missed the boat. Who gives a shit? I mean, apparently they've got like five sequels planned. Yo, and they're coming out like never. So Yeah, that's very true. And they're Disney movies now. Oh, God. Fucking mouse ear avatar. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, joke's on. It's like, hey, do you know Disney owns two of the biggest movies of all time? Three of you count like Force Awakens. It's pretty. Fun. I love how I, I love how it's just like, oh, what's the most profitable movie of all time? Is it Endgame or is it Avatar? It doesn't matter because it's all Disney. Yeah. Oh man, insane. But yeah, I mean, Ubisoft Forward. It was, it was an Ubisoft Forward. That that it was fine. The Mario and Rabbids is real fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Even though I haven't played it, I'm sure it is. Uh, just going to really quickly go over the Gearbox stuff because I hate giving Randy Pitchford any sort of, like, talking time because that fool fucking sucks. Um, you know, they showed some of the Borderlands movie because, of course, they did. Uh, they showed more of the Tiny Tina game because, of course, they did. The funniest thing to me is that, like, oh, we're putting out an expansion to Godfall. And straight up, dude, I forgot that game fucking came out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remembered how fucking bad it was. So, uh... This this is for someone. Sure as shit, ain't me. Uh, Gearbox sucked. Their thing sucked. Uh, even though it wasn't, it was like a non thing. It was like here's our movie and some other stuff. And the it was basically just a show off the movie. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Which I didn't even watch. Um, <laughs> that so. He, next up, we have like the big one. This is the big boy of all of the the E three stuff. Yeah. This is the one where I think, like, as a whole, this was the best presentation, you know, across the board. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. If I had to say someone won E3, Xbox and Bethesda. Um, God damn, they showed a lot of stuff. They showed a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was very cool. And it kept the pace, too. There wasn't, like, really many, like, okay, come on. Okay, I don't care about this. There wasn't many bathroom breaks. I miss World Premiere Guy. I do. And apparently he's doing fine. I hope he's good for him. I hope he was on vacation. Or living his living his best life. Yeah, I hope he's on like vacation with his like what is like exclusive family members. Uh, but like, I'm gonna just, just for him. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit it with the world premiere. Yeah, his kids just exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tingle in Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> so the first thing they showed. It's funny because that they showed this first. It leaked literally like right before. <laughs> right before the actual conference. I know that. That uh, must have sucked. 
Starfield in 2022, November 11th to be specific. Um, they just showed a trailer. Um, I'm glad there's finally a fucking release date for it. Yeah, me too. And like, on one hand, I appreciate the trailer because now it's like, okay, I know what this game looks like. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, but the description of this game do look nothing like the trailer. Like, <laughs> how much of this is there that's like, like to be seen? I know there's obviously like a good amount, but how much? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like what comes out over the course of like the next year about it. Uh, I'm definitely curious enough where I'm like, okay, I, I need to see more about this to form like a legitimate opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be. But hey, at least it's coming out. Game. At least it's actually coming out. <laughs> That's true. And we and we have a vague idea of what it looks like. Um, also, they were like exclusive to Xbox and PC. So. Yeah, and I think it's going to be pretty much i think was it last week where i kind of said like this is what i think is going to be happening with um with bethesda moving forward yeah i think that's what's going to be happening with bethesda moving forward <laughs> yeah so so not a surprising move that they did this but it's it's still like wild for me to fucking see like a bethesda game being like nope exclusive let's go yeah i could definitely agree with that it's not something i expected can't wait for that shit though will probably be at least pretty cool <laughs> should be <laughs> i always take bethesda stuff with a grain of salt though because i'm just like ah, they do fuck things up a lot but <laughs> hopefully it's uh, gonna be a mess at launch that's kind of what i've come to terms with probably uh hopefully now though with like a little bit of like the microsoft money behind it it makes it a little bit uh yeah i can better i can hope so because i mean microsoft knows how to do a launch at least I would I would hope Microsoft would at least be like, listen, we know how you motherfuckers put out games. That shit's not going to fly anymore. <laughs> listen here, Todd Howard, you piece of shit. You fucking weird looking motherfucker. Let's go. He's pretty weird, but he's got some good leather jackets. Um, an announcement that I didn't think I saw coming, but it was cool. Uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Yeah. I like Stalker. I haven't played like a Stalker game in a long fucking time, but it made me want to reinstall them. Um, this will be pretty cool. This is like the predecessor to the Metro games, essentially. Yeah. Uh, even though Metro is based on a book, but um, the spiritual. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Met Metro the Metro games could have been released if it wasn't for Stalker. Right. Um, but, you know, that's cool. I like it. I, I like that. I will definitely play this game. Um, yeah, it was good. Next, we have uh, Back for Blood. That's coming out October 12th of this year. Uh, that is coming out on Game Pass as well. Did not see uh, that so, coming. Yeah, that was when I saw the Game Pass. I was like, oh. Like, oh, it's not an exclusive, well, but it might as well be. Yeah, I was like, okay. Um, so I don't have to pay any additional money to play this game that I was really excited for. That I was going to pay additional money for. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's very fucking cool. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, game, game Pass continues to be uh, the greatest value of like anything I think I've ever purchased video game wise. Oh yeah, this is better than GameFly at this point. Oh, a hundred percent. Here's the thing: like, it's cool because like, if even if any of these upcoming games are bad, I don't feel bad about it. Like, one thing I forgot to mention in when I was playing, I played that new Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance game, and it's fucking awful. Oh, I heard. Yeah, it's fucking awful. And that came out on Game Pass, so I didn't have to pay any money for it. Hell uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Because if I paid any sort of money for that, I would have been fucking upset. Uh, so, God bless Game Pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, Back for Blood, October 12th. 
soon, honestly. Uh, with the way time has been going, October is going to be here fucking before we know. Oh, yeah. 100%. And can you believe it's almost July? Oh, it's pretty fucked that we're already halfway through this year, but yeah. It's fucked, man. It's so fucked. <laughs> pretty, pretty fucked. Uh, Contraband is a game that they showed. This is apparently a co-op uh, open world game in like a post-apocalyptic kind of setting. Sure. I like co-op. I'll, I like playing games with my friends. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was really surprised that we didn't get State of Decay 3, and I kind of think, hey, that we didn't because of this. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, they just push out, like, an update for State of Decay 2, I think, so who knows what, like, if they're, if, if who knows when and if a State of Decay 3 comes, if ever. Right, and it has to be eventually. It's one of their big ones. I like State of Decay 2. A lot of people didn't like that game, but I... I like that game a lot. Also on Game Pass. Also so. on Game Pass, yeah. Maybe I go back and play it. I played the first one, didn't play the second. Second one is a lot better, I think. We should uh we should play that. That would be could that be cool like stream game like you no know, base building and stuff. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Smack some zombies around with like pipes and shit. That'd be chill. Oh yeah. I love pipes. I love shit. I believe you. Uh <laughs> So this is actually something that's out now. Uh, but Sea of Thieves is doing a Pirates of the Caribbean collab, which, like, I'm surprised this didn't already happen. Uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, like, I was like, oh, this is something that just makes the most sense. Yeah, it really does. And, like, one of the things I was listening to, like, Next Lander, and I'm pretty sure you heard this too, but they're like, okay, how many people do they have a choice to do voice Jack Sparrow now? Like, any city has their Jack Sparrow at this point. Oh, 100%. So, like, really cool concept and something I, I, i'm glad it's just like it's free dlc you know it's not it's not like something you have to buy it's and it's like actual game story yeah it's like here you go it's in the fucking game if you already own it play it um also on game pass so it's just like, you know download this fucking game be some pirates uh and yeah do some shit yeah and it's also like very much like i'm trying to think what's the best way to put it if you're lapsed like i like i was like i was super excited for the game because it looks very fun getting drunk with friends on there but if you're lapsed hey there's a chance to get back in on it and i want to fire that game up again so yeah. bad i love i like i like sea of thieves i do too i mean it's just it's a good game to play with friends it's cozy man it could be real cozy and then also real fucking stressful at the same time but which is what i like here a good balance of cozy and just fucking being like, oh, am I going to get shot out of the fucking water right now? Cool. Great. Yep. Uh, they showed some more Battlefield 2042. Big game. Massive game. And I mean that literally size. Um, Honestly, man, looks fucking sick. <laughs> it does. It does. And I, I don't get excited for shooters anymore, man, because I'm just like, I don't I don't care. Like, I don't I don't fucking care. Like, every time I see a new COD game come out, I'm just like, yo, it's not for me. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I know it's I know these games are for me. and I don't care. But then I see this Battlefield game and I'm like, huh? OK, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hmm. So is Battlefield 2042 a prequel to to Blade Runner 2049? Uh, No, it's the prequel to Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, OK. The world's greatest game ever. <laughs> you see, it's back on the PlayStation Store at least. Yeah, with, with an <laughs> advisor saying, "Don't play this on the base PS4." 
I love it. It's just like, hey, it's back. It's still fucking shitty, but don't, you know. <laughs> yep. You can buy it if you want. Yep. Sony straight up said, don't play this over here. Man, I'm part of me. So I, it's still so curious. I'm so curious about that game. Just like see where it's at right now. But I'm like, that would require me re-downloading Cyberpunk. Yeah, nope. And I, I don't know if I have it in me. Nope, I'm good. You didn't even beat the game. Nope. Birthday grip did not go to good use last year. <laughs> uh, 12 minutes. It's a cool little looking game. Comes out on Game Pass uh, August 19th. I do want to play that a lot. It looks fucking cool, man. Uh, yeah, with uh, William DeFriend. Ah, uh, yes. William William Dahomey. And I think uh, Daisy Ridley too, right? I think so, yeah. Which, you know, automatically I'm like, I'm in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll play it. I have no problem. And, you know, oh. I'm a sequel trilogy apologist. Oh, man, that's Jedi so good. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'll play it. I was, I was excited to see it last year because I think that was a Summer Games Fest kickoff announcement last year. And it's been, in, I think so, yeah. And it's been in development for a long time before that. So I'm on board with that. I will play it. Good to see it coming out and soon and on Game Pass. On Game Pass, especially. Like, oh, man. Such, like, I've been saying it, but you're finally, like, you're seeing the full power of Xbox buying all those studios. Yeah, I, this is like, it was a lot of like, okay, so what the fuck are they doing to, like, ah, this is what the fuck they're doing. Like, cool. Like, we made it. Yep. <laughs> Love when a good plan comes. Comes to play. Comes to play. Yeah, eventually it, it took some time, but we got here. <laughs> uh, Psychonauts two, August twenty fifth, also coming out on Game Pass. Yes, that's gonna be awesome. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Fallout seventy six announced an expansion called Steel Rain, based on the Brotherhood of Steel. Uh, I keep forgetting that Fallout six is a thing that exists. Yeah, also on Game Pass. So let's say, hey, thank you. Hey, yeah, thanks for the update to this game that I don't need to pay for. I'm also still just not going to play it. Uh, yeah, I don't care for it. Uh, Somerville comes out in 2022, also on Game Pass. That looks cool. That looks fucking cool, man. <laughs> it's kind of like in like the same range. I think it's one of the studios that did like Limbo or Inside or something like that, too. I think think it's the inside studio so because i know that like it's like split off into like it's like a, like there's a whole there's a whole fucking thing about that like i think yep so but i think it's the same people that did inside way cool um which inside's a great game by the way i want to play it uh they showed more of halo infinite cortana she's back baby <laughs> she's back and it's free to play a multiplayer baby Dude, that's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that's their power move. Like, you don't even need the game. And like, oh man, dude, I as much as I've I, I I've always been like the Sony fanboy for the longest time. I have vivid memories of, of like just having limitless fun in various forms of Halo multiplayer. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm gladly gonna play that. Uh, honestly like this will probably be like the first person shooter that i play like actively um because it when you start getting into like custom games with friends and shit dude i it's just like 
it's it's hours and hours of fun. Like I can't I can't wait to just be fucking rocket shotties with people. Oh yeah, no custom games on Halo are a whole other experience, and I want more of it in my life. So I am uh, very excited for it, and I will say just you know prefacing it, put fucking Halo Five on Game Pass. God damn it! But okay, let's go on. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. I uh, hope so. Just because that's the one I uh, skipped. Of course, they're just like, nah, dude, can't let this motherfucker play it. Just, uh, yeah, like, fuck just leave it off a of Game Pass. Fuck you and you specifically. Uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected got a release date, September 23rd. Um, I've said this on record. I think I've said it on this podcast, as far as I know. Um, besides World of Warcraft, I think the game that I have the most time in is Diablo 2. Um for me growing up as a child to now as a full adult i have put thousands upon thousands of hours into diablo 2 um i am ready to put thousands upon thousands of hours into diablo 2 remastered um resurrected excuse me um straight up man uh this is probably like besides like you know elden ring and shit like that this is like I without question like this is one of the games I am most excited for uh, I marked out when they first announced it but now that I know that it's coming out so soon I I can't I cannot fucking wait um, I know it's like bad to pre-order games but I am considering pre-ordering just so I can get into the fucking beta for this shit before it comes out I don't think anyone would judge you on that one yeah um, at least like <sighs> pre-ordering games is bad but at least like you know there's some level of quality for like blizzard sort of right <laughs> um even though i have i have i could go on a fucking tangent about modern blizzard but i won't we don't have that kind of time here uh but yeah diablo 2 is gonna be fucking sick uh slime rancher 2 coming out next year in 2022 first game very cozy i like slime rancher a lot uh I would recommend playing that. It's on Game Pass now, I think. So, I think it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. So play some, uh, play some Slime Rancher. I think you, I think, I think you'd like that game. Keith. You think so? Yeah. It's just like you're building a farm, but sort of. But instead of a farm, it's like cages of slimes. <laughs> you know what? I will already say I like. You collect their poop as a resource. I will already say best game ever. Uh, Shredders. I thought this was going to be an SSX game, and I got real fucking excited. Oh man, if that were to happen, I was about to be like, "Are they about to fuck?" Are, I was like, "Are we getting like? Where's the are we getting the next S?" <laughs> then I was like, "They were like Shredders," and I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> I was like, "Cool." Uh, you know, it's a snowboarding game. Uh, I'll probably play it. I like snowboarding games. Give me SSX Tricky. Uh, Remastered. Plague Tale Requiem. Coming out in 2022. You have some time to play that first one. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to rush. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, is, this, is one of those, this is one of those games where I was just like, yeah, I don't care. Um, unfortunately, I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, they showed some more Far Cry stuff. Uh, console launch exclusive they announced for far cry very wild um so they basically ensured that i would just will not ever play <laughs> um yeah so good for them i guess 
Uh, Atomic Heart also is a console launch exclusive, which is cool, I guess. And yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing that exists. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. Then they showed something here for you, Keith. Uh, grounded the the Shroom and Groom update. Yeah, I I really should play more Grounded. You what? I really should play more Grounded. Dude, those spiders are fucking terrifying. I can't do that shit, man. Did you see what the one that they showed? Yes, it, that thing's fucked up, man. <laughs> I was like, oh god, now they have the fucking that's the Tingle spider, dude. I was like, oh my god. If Tingle was a spider, that'd be it. It would be that one, dude, for sure. That's Tingle in Dark Souls as a spider. Um, uh, they announced 15 player lobbies for Amoogus. Um, so if, if you are into Among Us, you can play with more people. Yeah, without modding. Hooray? Yeah, like hooray? Yeah. Um, so they basically uh, used this time to announce that the the so the studio that made uh, I don't know if you're familiar with these games or not, but they were like they're like older RPGs, uh, the Suikoden games. Yes, I wanted to make of them. So they the studio that make the, the makers of Suikoden um, were putting out this game called Eliden Chronicle Hundred Heroes, and they announced that they delayed that to 2023. So good time. Uh, so this is like I guess the first ever 2023 game announcement that we're seeing. Uh, is it really? Uh, so yeah, that's a thing. Uh, Age of Empires 4 coming out uh, October 28th on Game Pass. That's like their gimmick, and I'm loving it. Yo, dude, I'll play some fucking Age of Empires at no additional cost to myself. Let's go. Uh, Outer Worlds 2. I could have seen this coming with a really good trailer. Uh, yeah, it's it's good, man. That and that first Outer Worlds game, God, I love that shit. Uh, it's what I, it's what I wish like a newer Fallout game would be. To be honest with you, uh, one might even say that it was my game of the year the year that it came out, which was. Uh, it was yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Microsoft Flight Sim uh, coming to console series x and s on july 27th and they are putting out a top gun expansion because sure i played like 10 10 minutes of it and i could not get off the runway without crashing so yeah best game ever yo dude straight up i feel like that game is gonna like i i've seen how like how big how much space it takes up on a computer that's gonna fucking melt some consoles oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah you, I, like i was you like oh need the okay. s. you need the x basically yeah, it's like it comes out on the S, but if you play it on that, you're stupid. <laughs> um, Forza Horizon Five because cars, yep. dude. They had to. They. Ha but this time they're in Mexico. Bold move of them to save it for the very end, though. Normally, like the first thing they're doing is like, "Yo, check out these fucking cars, bro." Yeah, bold move, but worked out, Cotton. Yeah, I was like. That's a. I was like, man, dude, like these games aren't for me, but fuck, those cars look real goddamn good. Which we expected. Yeah, of course. Uh, and then, like, the last major thing that they showed at the Bethesda Microsoft Xbox showcase uh, Redfall. It's a vampire shooter game. Yeah, really just kind of showed the teaser for it. They didn't really show too much. Yeah. This will probably be fine. Uh, crazy that this also got announced in the same E3 as Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale. Right. Uh, but and 
this makes me think they think they, they think they've got something special because they would not get the prime time slot for a game that's just whatever. Yeah, um, I'm at least interested in it. It sounds cool. Um, I would like to see more on it, but you know, I'm sure that will come whenever. <laughs> yeah, no date on it. I don't think. Um, right? Yeah, no. They they basically were just like, here's a teaser, and I was like, okay. Um, so that's it for Xbox and Bethesda. Uh, honestly, man, fucking hell of a showing. <laughs> yeah, from from top to bottom, they 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 ran they ran the train on the rest of it because I don't think there was a better overall showcase. Yeah, here's the thing: like, no, they didn't show anything like crazy. But they just showed a bunch of good shit. And the fact that, like, yo, straight up 90% of this is on Game Pass is, like, huge. Yeah, I think they said, like, 27 or, like, 24 of the 27 games or, like, 27 of the 30 games. Something like that. Yeah, it's, like, that's fucking crazy, man. I think, like, especially, like, like you said, their big move is Halo 2 multiplayer free. Like, that's that's huge, man. Yeah, I, I'm so stoked for that. That's probably going to be like my big multiplayer game. Like I will just play Halo multiplayer forever. <laughs> no complaints here. Good shit. Um, so next, we're going to move on to my favorite train wreck of the uh, <laughs> of of E3 here. Um, I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible because honestly, it just makes me fucking upset. Um, Square Enix. Wish they wouldn't have. Uh, so the first thing they showed was Guardians of the Galaxy, which admittedly looks fine. Um, I also thought Avengers looked fine. And then I played it and was like, oh, it's dog shit. <laughs> um, so there's a good chance that while this looks fine, it could be dog shit. Also, it's single player? I don't know. What? I don't know. It's single player. Yeah. And it's coming on Switch too. You're gonna you're gonna make a game where you're specifically like the whole thing. It the Guardians. It's plural, and it's like oh, you can only play as fucking Star Lord. I want to play Rocket. Let me play the fucking Raccoon. Let me be Drax. Let me be fucking anybody else but fucking Star Lord. The Lord of Stars. Um. So that's that's a thing. Uh. We're gonna now this next announcement. Both got me very excited, and then when I did more looking into it, it made me very upset. Um, so the Final Fantasy, I think they're the Pixel Remaster Collection. They're basically just upresing Final Fantasies one through six of their original version, because the ones that are like on Steam right now are like ports of the mobile version that have redone assets, and they look like fucking trash. Here's the thing. While, this, while I think this is a very cool thing to do because I love those games, this is not a bundle. Yeah. At least... They're selling these individually. And what are the prices when I'm wondering? Yeah. As, these are probably going to be like 15, 20 bucks a piece, I would imagine. At least. Yeah, a little rough. And there's six games. And here's the thing. I'm a fucking idiot. This is why it upsets me. I'm going to buy all of them. <laughs> Uh, but I'm just like, man, why, why you gotta, why you gotta do that? Like, just put them in a, just put them in a bundle. Just put them in a bundle. It's not, 
I'll pay 60 bucks for all of those games. Easy. I think any Final Fantasy fan would. But that's the thing. Uh, it upsets me. Uh, Legend of Mana coming out on June 24th. That's cool. The Mana games are fun. Um, Not too much to hype. We called... You called it, Keith. Avengers. They're doubling down, baby. Black Panther DLC coming soon. Well, of course they are, because they gotta they gotta make their money. Somehow. Because they have to. They're they're in contracts and they gotta try to make up money for losing this game. They're like, hey, remember this game that sucked? You want to play some more of it? Now you can play as the Black Panther. Let's move on. Hooray! <laughs> Uh, so moving on from that, that's awful. Uh, the one other thing, one of the cool things they showed is Babylon's Fall. Um, it's made by Platinum Games, which is the studio behind Near Automata um, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. So automatically, I'm sold. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, whatever that game ends up being, hell yeah, let's fucking go. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered comes out September 25th. Um, Life is Strange True Colors comes out right before that basically on september 10th i haven't played any of those games but i think once the remastered version comes out uh, that's probably when i'll, when I'll think, hit it get, a, get that a nice bundle game pass if i'm not mistaken oh shit if it is i'm downloading that i'm done downloading that shit tonight i think so <laughs> I'm, I'm loading it up to verify um i'll check that at some point doesn't matter <laughs> um but yeah uh, i hear very good things about life is strange i'm sure those games are just fine yeah um so here's what they decided to close out the show with. Um, <laughs> Stranger of Paradise, a Final Fantasy origin. Uh, the main character is obsessed with chaos. Yep. Um, so what it looks like they're doing is they're basically retelling the story of Final Fantasy 1, but they were like, but what if Dark Souls? That's uh, apparently there's a there's a demo out on PS5 right now. I didn't download that shit because I know this is gonna suck. So screw it. Yeah. Um, look, there's there's probably some you know there could be some debate between like Nintendo and maybe Xbox like who won E3. Let me tell you who fucking did it win. <laughs> Let me tell you who fucking lost. It's motherfucking Square Enix. And Bandai Namco. Dude, they, sh they shouldn't have even... Shouldn't have even had a presentation. You know who also shouldn't have had a presentation because they showed essentially nothing. Segway. We should talk about it anyway. Uh, Capcom. Yep. They, it's like, okay, what are they going to show? I was thinking, all right, maybe some kind of like Street Fighter thing. Maybe something that's your big thing. Yeah, no, they front-loaded this one announcement that was very hastily last minute done and yeah the rest was kind of it was there yeah, they were like yo you all like that resident evil 8 game right dlc is coming eventually like it was like the weird it's like the weirdest fucking announcement like we're announcing that we're developing deal like the way they like it came out like word i was like that's a weird way to say that yeah it really was um then they showed a bunch of like roadmaps for like monster hunter stories 2 and monster hunter rise like that's cool but did you need like a did you need a time slot for that like you could have just posted an infographic somewhere on the internet just bombed it in all the socials yeah the one thing i did look did think look cool is the great ace attorney uh which is like 
uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, but set in like I think like ancient Japan. Yeah. This looks fucking cool, but I don't think this needed to be its own fucking like you could have put this, you could have shoved this into fucking Nintendo, I think, and that would have made sense. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a uh, shorter game. Yeah, um, I'm like, I'm like cool man. I guess. Uh, yeah, that that was Capcom. Um, Keith, since this is, I'm sure, your show moment here. Oh, man. I'm going to let you take Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo was uh, also good. They had, they had a good showing. As a whole, I think it was still the Xbox One, but good God, this had my Metroid moment. My, my fucking, that I've been waiting for. Oh, good God. Okay. So, we'll start from the top and then we'll work our way there to my hype. So, yes. So, we got uh, Kazuya from Tekken coming to Smash, doing some sacrifices. You know, there must be balance. Fucking throwing off Star-Lord's girl off of the freaking cliff. <laughs> Very- Except for Kirby. Except Kirby. Kirby confirmed immortal. Yeah, that is true. Um, Very cool. I mean, it's another like, like brawler type character on there, so... Yeah. So cool that they got like a Tekken character, like of all franchises. Yeah, that's true, to kind of keep the, like, the Street Fighter Tekken thing going on. And didn't they have... I love how they were like, you can do his like big ass 10 hit combo too. I think that shit's fun. Yeah, and didn't they have like some like Tekken representation but then like the Mii costumes or something like that too? Yeah, I think you can dress your Mii up as Heihachi if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so, but this is like kind of like improper, so very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, then we got Life is Strange coming to Switch. Hooray! Yeah, and I looked it up and Life is Strange is not a Game Pass. It was Tell Me Why is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Bummer. But yeah, coming to Switch. Here's a cool one. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Yo, October 5th. This is... Yeah, I... It, it's so weird. I was... Th- like, right before this, I was like, a Monkey Ball game would be cool. And they showed it. And I was like, ooh, banana. <laughs> Taking your uh, Donkey Kong 64 experience. Yeah, pretty much. Um, this was cool. I think everyone was like, oh, monkey? They're doing Donkey Kong? Then it's like, oh, Monkey Ball... Yeah, um, but it kind of suffered some expectations and leave room for more later. Yeah, honestly, man, I think I think this should fucking rock. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. So it comes out October fifth. Uh, Super oh no, Mario Party Superstars coming out at the end of October, ten twenty nine. I am more in on this than I was on the last. Yes, a hundred percent. This is what they should have made Super Mario Party. This is literally what they just should have done. Yeah, then. absolutely. Making it online, making there be more, making it to where you can just skip all that. Like, oh, so good. And then the classic boards. And then the Let's classic go. boards. Yeah, I am on board. And the fact that you can like leave and pick up with friends, so good. It's like wow, they they were like, oh shit, we botched that first Mario Party. Let's make it what we actually should have done the entire time. Yeah. So I, I will play that. I will play that too. I, I really strongly believe I'll play that. It comes out uh, at October 29th of this year. Yeah, right at the end of... You can spend your Halloween playing Mario Party Superstars. Yes, you can. And then Nintendo just said, hey, you. And I was like, me? They're like, yeah, you. Here's a bomb. Can you drop it? It's like, nah. You drop it. And they did. Holy shit, Metroid Dread is a thing fucking 15 years in the making fucking <laughs> almost 20 a little 20 since last installment yeah it might have been 15 development good god uh, has a release date too like it's real October 8th 
Oh man, that's soon, man. It's soon, and it's so cool that like Nintendo's putting a lot behind it. You know, they changed Nintendo of America changed its icon to Samus like in Dread, showed off a ton of like just tweets, like basically just showing off the game. And it's really cool to see like Nintendo actually doing some marketing behind Metroid. Like, yeah, it's almost like they realize people like this fucking franchise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so cool. And, like, do you know like the full story behind Metroid Dread specifically, or no? Dog, you know I don't know dick about Metroid. <laughs> That's true. They still pronounce it Zeeps. Um, so. All right, listen, <laughs> motherfucker. So Fusion was came out Metroid Four on the Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. No, Game Boy Advance and the SP also. And then when the DS came out, they were like, okay, let's start the next one. Turns out they were a little bit too ambitious, so they dropped it completely. Reports of Metroid Dread first started coming out in 2005, dude. Seeing like, yep, this one will be in E3 next year. Don't expect it this year. And like, just really good reporting on it. But people like lost credibility because the game never came out. Here, all these years later, is like the validation of it. And like, seeing Metroid 5 was like, oh, sick. And then seeing Metroid Dread, which is specifically the game that they had, that had like leaked out knowledge of, was like, oh, and then they put out a developer's uh, video saying like, yep, we started and stopped development on this game at least two or three times. Basically, just technology wasn't there with what they wanted to do with the game. And now here we are now, and it's fi- it's finally, finally coming. Finally coming, and I will be playing that day one. It's already pre-ordered. <laughs> I, I believe it. <laughs> yep, that's one. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm doing it. And Nintendo actually puts out shit when, like, yeah, when they say they're going to, though. And Nintendo games always release in like a playable state. So I feel like if there's any company you're safe pre-ordering games from, it's probably Nintendo. Probably, yeah, you're right. Um, super sick, and then Mario Golf Super Rush because Mario Golf needed game of the fucking year. Fuck Metroid. We got Mario Golf Super Rush, baby. I was about to say, you know, because Mario needed that, and turns out, yeah, Mario did. <laughs> Um, pretty cool they're kind of doing like I guess like the Mario Tennis style I think they said something up in the story behind it if I'm not mistaken yeah this looks this looks kind of fun Uh it's a good game you can we can bust out at like a party oh for sure be like yo you wanna you you wanna hit fucking 18 holes you dumb motherfucker (laughs) let's go yeah then they showed off uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 gameplay it was really cool to get some gameplay out of this yeah, it's it's so weird seeing like a monster hunter like with like a turn based right strat like it's I'm like sure man like, right that's cool and they needed to show gameplay for this like kind of like shift a bit too so good timing on that here's here's another one I was like actually pretty excited for WarioWare get it together get it God, together fuck yeah fuck yes dude I'm so pumped on this oh yeah the fact that like, it's like to get they didn't say explicitly but the fact that they name again to get it together is literally like hey like get your shit together and also hey get it with a friend well hey put up put up this fucking WarioWare game already dick yeah <laughs> and if this has online co-op minute game over this game is gonna be so fun this is like I, I feel like this game is going to end up being like what Smash was and like this is a good like party game Yes, absolutely. And like yell at your friends when they fuck up thing. Oh, a hundred percent, man. Like I 
I love I love the DS WarioWare's man. I'm just like the Switch would be perfect for something like this, and here we fucking are. Here we are. They got it together. They did. They did. Then they moved on to a pretty lengthy um, uh, trailer for Shin Megami Tensei Five. Release date also for oh. November twelfth of this year. Let's go. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> they kind of like really showcased it as much as they did. Like I knew it would get like a good spot, but oh man, they really were like, hey, this game, here you go. And it's probably like the best description of like Shin Megami Tensei like ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm glad that they finally were like, here's when here's when this shit's coming out. Uh yeah. Here you go. Um apparently people are already losing their shit over it. I think like the special edition for it sold out like fucking immediately. Holy shit. Um so you know what good on them man uh, this is a game that i will 100 percent be playing day one um uh, being as big of a fan as like persona that i am like should make out my tensei should be like a no-brainer oh yeah absolutely and uh let's see, do you want to bring in the rest of this nintendo before you ride it on to the sunset yeah um so danganronpa decadence um it's a basically every danganronpa game they released so far plus a little bit of extra ones you're basically getting four games for the price of one yeah. which very fucking cool um, I haven't played any of the Danganronpa games, but um, I'm honest. I've been super curious about it because they like they towed the line of like visual novel and kind of right. like, like gameplay and stuff like that. Um, but they look fucking wacky as shit and anime as hell. And you know what? I think I'm down for that. So I, I might I might pick up Danganronpa. I'm for sure gonna pick it up on Switch, but like I know they're on Steam, the first three yeah. of them. So I might I might fuck with that. Um, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Black Water. They didn't have a date, but they said it is coming out this year. We promise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's cool. Um, I haven't really, I haven't played a Fatal Frame since two. Um, I don't know how I feel about a modern Fatal Frame, but fucking sure, man. I'll I'll give it a shot. Uh, I, I the it one so, that I'm so, fucking excited long, for. But here. yeah, this one is so sick. Uh, Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Um, fuck yeah, man. It's literally one and two brought up to modern standards on the freaking Switch. What more do you want? It looks beautiful, it does. man. Like, the art style they went for it looks pristine. It does. It looks really cool. And, like, the building on it, the way, like, the, the strategy behind it, it looks really fun. People have been screaming for a new advance for like more advanced wars for a long time. And I think like this, like people are finally getting what they want. Even though it's not like a new game, I feel like this is like the gateway for them being like, yo, we we know you guys miss advanced wars. We'll bring this shit back. And I think that's fucking cool. Yeah, man. show me serious on it. Um, they showed the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity DLC like roadmap. It's out now. I think it came out like a couple like a, like last week, I think, yeah. when you're listening to this. Um so, you know, there's that. If you're playing Hyrule Warriors, you got DLC. They were like, Skyward Sword's still coming out in July, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> promise. And I was uh, like, yeah, I've already got that pre-order too, so. That's going to be uh, very cool. I'm excited for Skyward Sword. I will be playing that game day one as well, most likely. Um, and the last thing they showed, this is probably like the other big ones since they're actually like showing shit for this. Mm-hmm. Um we got a little uh little teasy little trailer for uh for Breath of the Wild 2. So, fun fact, did you notice at no point in the trailer did they show Link's face? Oh, are you are you going with the the running of the Ganon theory? I was saying it's a Resident Evil Ethan Winter's crossover, but yeah, let's go with that. 
Oh, okay. Oh, oh no, no, that that did. I was not expecting uh, that to be what, what came out of your mouth. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I think there's going to be some kind of there, there's there's going to be some kind of story behind that. Whatever it is, I don't know. We will find out in 2022 when that game comes out. Yeah, it looks amazing too. What do you, what do you think on that? Uh, you think it comes around like mid year? You, th- you think it holiday? I kind of don't know if it'll make it for 2022 because Nintendo today, wow, you, I don't know, it was today or was it uh, yesterday, released like a graphic of their upcoming slate of games and it shows 2021, but then it also shows and later it's like, you know, games are obviously not coming out this year. Breath of the Wild 2 is nowhere on that list. Oh, weird. I'm thinking, okay, that's a big oversight. It's not entirely impossible, but is this actually like not going to be a thing? I kind of don't think it is. Or it could just be that, like, I think I feel like I saw the infographic. Like, they had, like, Arceus and stuff on there, right? They could just be showing, like, the early 2022 stuff. So maybe that does mean it's slated for more of, like, a back half of the year release. Yeah, that's true. And I did look at the other stuff to see by comparison where that's up. Because isn't, uh, isn't, are we coming up on close to, like, five years since Breath of the Wild first came out? Yeah, this spring would be five would be very cool if they were just like yo fifth anniversary of breath of the wild here's breath of the wild 2 that's what i thought it would be but you know i guess i guess we'll see once it starts getting closer i'm sure by like hopefully around by like holiday time this year they're like here's the actual release date for it there's probably going to be like a, an end of year direct yeah for breath of the wild i would imagine one. i mean it's still the zelda 35th anniversary so which i'm now that we're done with nintendo i will say like while they're uh while while their showing was like very very good, I think like the Metroid stuff is sick. Obviously, getting a trailer for Breath of the Wild two is sick. Advance Wars is fucking awesome. I feel like they the fact that there's no like Zelda thirty fifth stuff. I'm, I'm just like man, what a waste of potential. Yeah, and they kind of leads me to think like maybe they're saving it for forty on whatever next gen is. Like they don't want to blow all their anniversary loads on one gen. That's literally the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I was just kind of like, man, you could have shown me literally fucking anything. I think I would have been happy. Right, like, but, yeah, same here. You know. But, you know, overall, Nintendo, I think they fucking rocked it. Not as much as Xbox and Bethesda, but they, they still fucking brought it, I think. Yeah, and there's more to come, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's basically it for our uh, E3... Uh, coverage not really our e3 our official e3 uh breakdown review yeah the breakdown uh the big the big e3 breakdown the big lorna shore e3 breakdown um yeah so i think that's what we're going to call it here for episode 50 uh we're going to get into our little housekeeping but before i do uh just want to say thank you all for listening um i wasn't sure we'd ever make it to an episode 50 of this but uh here we fucking are uh we still don't know what the fuck we're doing but thank you all for sticking with us regardless um we literally do this shit for for fun like yeah kind of like we we we, we say how much money we've made off of this shit just to laugh and it's, basically it's but, dollars and like yeah we are the richest people on the planet it turns out but we still do it just for fun yes, of course. Um, and like it's just really cool seeing like you know like statistically people showing up and, and listening and like just comparing and seeing like where we're at it's really cool to see like the community and like that aspect of it you know 
I'm just really, I'm just really proud of the thing that we've made. <laughs> I know that we made it. We, we hit a milestone. Yeah, I, I feel like you know, we we've done our shit where it's just like, oh, we'll record it for a, we'll, we'll do it for a bit, and then something happens, and then we fall off. But I think, uh, oddly enough, the pandemic was probably the best <laughs> thing to happen to this fucking yeah, for real. <laughs> how how, how, how um, did you? What? It's like how we do that? Yeah, <laughs> fucking. Um, but yeah, um, thank y'all. Uh, this shit's fun. We like doing it. Uh, we put up with each other. It's been a good way for like me and Keith as like friends to be like, oh, this is how we keep in touch with each other since we can't fucking hang out with one another. It'd be like, we'd be like, yo, look at this. And we're just like, yo, that's dumb as hell. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, but yeah, thank y'all. Uh, Keith, where are you on the internet? Uh, let's see. Twitter, Instagram, and twitch.tv backslash woo underscore Keith. Woo is W-H-O-O. Fuck you, Chris. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on the internet on Twitter and on Instagram uh, at Manabom. Uh, Manabom EXE on Twitter because they don't like punctuation for some reason. Instagram is Manabom.exe. Uh, Instagram also is you broke like glass um, and Twitch is twitch.tv slash X Skulltula. Uh, maybe, maybe streaming some power wash simulator in the future, baby. Let's yeah. go. Uh, you can find us collectively on the internet at minigames cast, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, you know, if you like what you hear, Give us the uh, the old rate and review on the Apple Podcast. You can do that on Google Podcast now because we are we are on there. I figured it out. It was definitely the biggest pain in my ass uh, <laughs> trying to get that shit sorted. Um, but but we're on there. Listen to us uh, metrics. Um, but yeah, thank you all for a, a wonderful fifty episodes. When we do eventually figure out what the fuck we're gonna do as like a big celebration, we will. Uh, post about it on the internet uh we do we do be having a discord now um it's official it's a thing i'm gonna get that set up with like a link you can find that in our respective social media bios um come come talk about things we're there's a lot of channels in there that for people to just like talk about whatever whatever the fuck they want suggestions uh, welcome. we're not just about video games i mean we are but but you know <laughs> But fucking, there's this fucking sports tab that I'm never going to be in. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keith purposely omitting the one sport that I actually watch, which is baseball. That's real nice of you as I look at the Discord. I was waiting until you said something. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you all. This has been episode 50 of the Minigames podcast. Uh, we will see you for the next one. We'll hopefully see you for another 50. Uh Goodbye. Make good choices. Make bad choices, always. Okay.